to Big Booth Bets. It's the Get That Money Podcast. I am Nate Stevenson, and as always, I am joined by Mr. Big Boopy Skirman and Mr. Tony T-Bone Guarino. I'd, I'd ask how you guys are doing after week 13, but I already know how Boofy's doing after that pizza box sweep. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm, I have not talked. I have not talked any trash about that. None, none, none whatsoever. <laughs> told you, baby. Told you, Mary. I was going to do it. Going to sweep it. I told you. Well, uh, you know, fortunately, on, on Saturday we were able to get you with a little sucker bet, where uh, you know you, you went with the Georgia Bulldogs over, over Bama, and you were willing to lay six and a half points while doing it. So I got to have a little bit of pizza go in my favor, at least. Yeah, I I got a little a little too big for my britches, you know. Sucked the sucked the bulldog Kool Aid, and you know, made a, a miscalculation there. Irresponsible. But, uh, Irresponsible. It was. It was. It was a little miscalculation, but uh, it's very happy to sweep the the NFL pizza box. So you know, all I've, all. I've, uh, I've taken. I've eaten uh, my my fair share of crow of that. Uh, after that result there. Indeed. You're going to be digging out of that grave for the rest of the year, buddy. <laughs> well, Tone, how are you doing? I mean, I'm a little bit bummed I missed out on this pizza party, but, uh, you know, there's still time before the end of the season for me to get in on that. In the meantime, I was uh, pretty happy with my uh, portion-controlled meals, if you will, uh, rounding out a, another successful week for me here. Uh, but, hey, that's just the boring details. Nobody wants to hear about that. Let's get to the exciting stuff. Boof, why don't you recap those locks? Uh, locks went 5-3 and three last week. Winners were Colts minus 8, Chargers and Bengals over 50.5, Eagles minus 6.5, WFT plus 3, and the Rams minus 12.5. Uh, losers were the Vikings and Colts in a teaser. Which, by the way, screw you, Vikings. They cost me two parlays this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to talk about it. Dude, real talk. FanDuel had this offer. It was like, we'll we'll do a uh, a bet match on like the average of your next four bets. So I placed four parlays. I hit two of them. And then the other two I would have also hit if the Vikings would have won. So oh, that's rough. A good man. week, but like could have yeah. been like a monster week. Oh, dude. Yeah, I... I... Would I, I can tell you right now, if the Vikings, if the Vikings win, I have a good week. If the Vikings cover, and and the Ravens win, I have an absolutely monster week. It's ugh. there you man. But uh, yeah, continuing, we had uh, Bucks and Falcons over fifty, and the 49ers minus three. Uh, that'll bring our season total to fifty three. Sorry. 53, 59, and 3 with a 47.32% success rate. So chipping away at our deficit that we've built up the last couple weeks here. Creeping back up there. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Then uh, props also went 10 and 5 this week, so good week for them. Which means, of course, as always, make sure you're following us on all social media at Big Boop Bets. Uh, we normally tweet those out. If we like anything on the Thursday game, we'll tweet that out. And, uh, you know, if we like them, obviously, for the weekend, we uh, we typically always get those out Sunday morning. By, by I'd say, 11 o'clock. You had a really good tweet. Um, I, actually, I think it, I might be getting 
uh, my week screwed up here, but I think maybe it was last week uh, with DK Metcalf, his under receptions, man, that was, that was a, that was a not even close lock uh, for you. That was an awesome one. You tweeted out. Yeah, yeah, we've had we've had some nice ones throughout the year, so just just make sure you're following us. All right, but uh, that does it for the recap here. Let's let's move on with week fourteen. Let's do it, baby. All right, so we'll start out Thursday as we always do. This week is the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings laying three, and your over under at forty three and a half. Um, I want to take the Vikings here and lay the points. I think the Steelers have been a worse team on the road. Um, I think the Vikings are better than the Ravens are offensively. Uh, I just don't have enough confidence in them here. I mean, they just lost to the Lions. I, I think you want to be the uh, the Vikings where you're getting points and you can tease them up over a touchdown. And I, I think that's it's you. I think that has been a much better play with them this season rather than uh, being on the laying point side. So I'm going to pass. I mean, the Vikings like to play one possession games. Uh, they've only the only non one possession game they played, they won. So, and and the Steelers do like to, you know, they they're not blowing anyone away this year either. So I would be tempted to tease the Steelers up here, but. You know, there's a historical narrative that the the Steelers and the Ravens, after after they play, they generally don't seem to they they're they're generally seem to be pretty beat up and uh, not play their best games after that. And I I don't I wish I had the the stat um, in front of me here, but um, I I do want to say that their covering percentage is not very good the the week after that game. So um, as much as I would love to take the points with the Steelers here, I'm going to stay away. All right, let's move on into Sunday. We'll start things there with the Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs laying eight and a half and you're over under at 47 and a half. Hey, Boof, you know who's still back? Yes, I do. <laughs> Chiefs! <laughs> Chiefs! 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 Don't even need to talk about it. Just Chiefs. Lay away the Chiefs! Two, two, double two, covers, two weeks in a row. James, James, James. I told you. Pizza boxing for the rest of the year. If you want to go against me, that's a bad idea. Chiefs are back. Let's go. Chiefs. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. The Chiefs are back. Kind of. Offensively, they are not killing it. But um, the last time they played the Raiders, which was like two weeks ago, uh, they did put up 41 on them and easily covered this number of eight and a half. So I'm on board with the Chiefs here at home. Raiders still have uh, Darren Waller. Uh, he's upgraded from week to week to day to day, whatever that means. But uh, Deshaun Jackson is dealing with a hamstring. He did play, but he was not 100%. I just think uh, the Chiefs have been finding a way to win big lately, and I think they keep that trend going. So I'm on board with it. Uh, what do you say we lock it? Oh, I'm down to lock it and welcome you back to the bandwagon, baby. Let's lock good, it in. Good to be back out here with you, brother. Oh, we love it. We love it. Let's lock it in. Get that money. Chips. All right. Well, up next we have the New Orleans Saints at the New York Jets. The Saints laying five and a half and the over-under at 43 and a half. Uh, I want to wait and see what's going on with the injury report as this one goes on throughout the week. Um, I want to I take the Saints, but uh, I'm going to need a little bit more information before I do so. So for now, I pass. Yeah, same boat. I... Uh, 
like the Saints to win. I can't really feel confident uh, saying or going anything else much further until we know the injury situation. So let's uh, table that till later in the week. Okay, let's head over to Music City, where we have the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Tennessee Titans. Titans lane eight and a half, and you're over under at 44. Laying too many points here with the Titans with their injury situation. Um, so not don't feel comfortable there. And the Jags, like, I just I don't feel they just don't score enough points consistently to uh, make me feel comfortable taking the points with them. So I have two teams here that I'm doubt. I, I have my doubts of, you know, if they're, if they're going to score enough to cover either way. So uh, that leads me to the total 44. The last seven for the Jags have gone under that total. That's good enough for me. I'm, I'm good to go with under 44 here. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on the under as well. Um, Tennessee is still no AJ Brown or obviously Derrick Henry. Julio Jones might come back, um, but he is not confirmed to be back yet either. He's just eligible to come off of injured reserve. So we'll see uh, how that situation develops. Either way, I do not think the Titans have a whole lot of firepower on offense. And Jacksonville's been terrible offensively. So I'm on board with the under. I do think Jacksonville is the better side as far as the point spread. Um, but that being said, this opened at 10 and a half. Uh, obviously, you would have much rather have gotten it there. So uh, I'm just going to play the under, and uh, let's lock that in. Oh, yeah, lock it in. Get that money. Okay, moving on, we have the Baltimore Ravens at the Cleveland Browns. The Browns laying two, and you're over-under at 42 and a half. Uh, so on Sunday night, this was actually Cleveland plus one, and I really liked it there. Um, I do still like it enough at the minus two. Cleveland is coming off of a bye. Um, they're obviously going to be a little healthier. Uh, the Ravens, as Nate said, are coming off of the Steelers game where you just get banged up. And uh, a little bit more tangible piece of that is Marlon Humphrey is out uh, defensively for the Ravens. For so, the year. Say it again. For the year. Oh, yeah. Obviously, that applies to this week. Yeah. But anyway, like Cleveland, uh, minus two here. And then I also, I like even more uh, the under 42 and a half. Uh, six of the last seven games for Cleveland uh, have gone under that number, and Cleveland has not scored 20 points in those games. And then the Ravens' last four have gone under that number, and the Ravens have not scored 20 points in any of those games. So both teams really struggling offensively here. Uh, the first meeting between them was 16-10. to 10. And uh, I really like both of them and think both of those are lockworthy. Yeah, I agree with all that, Boof. I mean, as you said, the Steelers-Ravens tends to be a struggle for both those teams the next week. And the uh, Ravens injury situation is definitely not good for them. Conversely, you have the Browns coming off a bye. They should be rested up. I mean, they're still banged up some as well, but uh, should be on the mend a little bit here. And uh, the fact that it's at home. The Browns definitely need this game, and I think the luck for the Ravens is starting to run out for them a little bit with all the uh, close victories they've had. So love the Browns to win. Uh, love laying the points even at the uh, worst number uh, as opposed to beginning of the week that you had mentioned. And also I love the under as well. So I'm down to lock them in both if you are, baby. Let's do it, baby. Lock it in. Well, let's get that money. Oh, yeah. Double lock. Get that money. 
All right, let's take a look at the Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers laying three, and your over-under at 43. You're giving me three points with the Falcons against the corpse of Cam, New- Cam Newton? Uh, yes, please. I'll take that. I'll take the Falcons' money line. I'll take Cam Newton to go under under 200 yards passing again if they're stupid enough to put that prop up there. I'll take Cam Newton to go under one and a half uh, passing touchdowns. And um, if they if there is another prop, which normally is for to take Cam under, it's normally probably around eighteen to twenty completions. Take I'll take that as well. So this is definitely a bet against the Panthers, and uh, more specifically Cam Newton and who they do not have, which also they do not have Christian McCaffrey. So. I think the Falcons are the slightly better team here with all the injuries and the Panthers quarterback situation, and I'm getting three points. Give me the Falcons, baby. Yeah, Panthers actually fired uh, Joe Brady this week, so they will have a new offensive coordinator. Um, I like the Falcons to win the game, and so obviously I like it at plus three. So uh, let's go ahead and lock that one in. Oh, yeah, lock it in. Get that money. Okay, moving on, we have the Dallas Cowboys at the Washington football team. The Cowboys laying four, and you're over-under at 48. Yeah, this is another one. I think Washington has been playing really well lately. And uh, despite da- Dallas's win last week, I don't think uh, – I don't think I still don't think they're playing their best football. So they're on the road. Um, Washington has kind of found their running game with Antonio Gibson, and it's really helped them out offensively. And really it's helped out their defense, which we expected to be a strength of the team coming into the year. And uh, that has kind of been a big cure for them, I think. So I think at home, getting over a field goal, uh, I think you can feel pretty good about that. And uh, that's what I want to do. I agree, Boof. Yeah, I like the uh, getting points to the football team here. Uh, their their ball control, grinded out style has been working very well for them, uh, making headway in the division and, uh, in the, and in the NFC playoff race. So definitely like getting the points with the football team. Also, something else I think is definitely worth considering uh, ever since they've gone to a more, you know, again, grinded out ball control style. Their games have been trending towards unders and we're getting 48 points here on the total. Uh, Dallas, with their injuries, they, you know, they haven't been the juggernaut offensively that they were earlier in the year. So all those factors, I also think under 48 is uh, a great play as well. Uh, I can definitely get on board with that. Double lock here. Double lock. Let's do it, baby. Double lock. Oh, yeah. Get that money. Uh, double lock. Get that money. The final 1 o'clock game on Sunday is the Seattle Seahawks at the Houston Texans. Seahawks laying 7, and you're over-under at 41.5. Don't overthink this one. The Texans are trash. Seattle having a down year, but still way more talented, um, especially on offense. So uh, I like them to cover the number. I'll lay the 7 with Seattle. Uh, I guess I am going to overthink this one. I'm going to tease him with Denver. So we'll get the Seahawks down to minus one and the Broncos down to minus two. Uh, I just feel more comfortable that way. I still I still don't think Seattle is like necessarily back. They got to, even though it's against Houston, they got to do one on the road for me also uh, before I think that they have completely found their mojo. But I think they found it enough to win and, uh, I have a lot of confidence that Denver and Seattle both win their game. So I'd, I'd rather go the teaser route. Well, if you're, uh, if I'm down to lay seven, I'm definitely down to tease it, baby. So 
Let's lock in that teaser and get that money. Oh, yeah. Get that money. Okay, that takes us to the 4 o'clock games, where we'll start with the Detroit Lions at the aforementioned Denver Broncos. The Broncos laying 8, and the over-under at 42. So, yeah, um, I already liked the teaser. Uh, this one I have even more confidence in. I am willing to also lay the minus 8, so I'll go. I'll double down on the Broncos here. Um, Lions obviously got their first one of the season last uh, last week. I do. I expect the. I expect them to fall back into the you know the one win team that they are, and uh, get their butt kicked here. So, give me the Broncos minus eight and the teaser. Yeah, we like that booth. Uh, historically speaking, teams that get their first win like this uh, just take their foot off the gas the next week, and they just they just take it in the teeth. I definitely expect that to happen here with the Lions. They were they were trying so hard for over a month. They, they were so close for getting that first win. Finally broke through to uh, my parlay's chagrin here last week, but I, I just yeah I just think this is a smash spot. Lay it with the Broncos and print units, baby. Lock it in. Get that money. Okay, up next we have the New York Giants at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers laying ten and a half, and your over under at forty four and a half. So you're either gonna have Mike Glennon, who's currently in concussion protocol or second-year pro Jake Fromm uh, making his first career start. I don't like either option. I would argue that Jake Fromm might be a minor upgrade. I think he's uh, got a little bit more mo- little bit more mobility, but I don't think either is a good option on a bad Giants offense. And uh, we're, we're traveling across the country to L.A. Uh, Chargers coming off a big win against Cincy. And um, I just think uh, this is a one of those games where the Chargers the Chargers are co- leading comfortably in the second half. So ten and a half, I'm down to lay it. Uh, I'm not ten and a half for me is just too many points. Um, Keenan Allen did test positive for COVID. Uh, now they're saying it is possible for him to still start for him to still start on Sunday, but uh, you know you'll kind of have to wait and see how his uh, his test results go the rest of the week. Um, I don't know. Again, just too many points. This could be one of those where Giants can backdoor you. I mean, one goofy turnover is not ten. It's just so many points. I I pass. Okay, then let's take a look at the San Francisco 49ers at the Cincinnati Bengals. The volatile market. It's Bengals laying one, getting one. Who the hell knows? Depends on the time of day. And the over-under at 48 and a half. Um. Two two semi strong leans for me. I would I would go Bengals and I would go over. Um, just not enough confidence to to go ahead and place an actual bet on them here. I think both teams are good but not great. You know, you hear some of the analysis last week where, you know, if if, uh, if Jamar Chase doesn't drop that ball that should have been a touchdown and ends up getting intercepted and turns into a touchdown for the Chiefs or I'm sorry for the Chargers. That's a big if for me, and Jamar Chase is at the point where he has dropped too many balls, and it's happening too often, and stuff like that is screwing them over. So it's just Bengals are a little inconsistent for me, and you, you, it's kind of a similar tale with the 49ers. Um, Debo Samuel might be back. I, I, you might want to wait and uh, get some confirmation on that before you place any bets, but uh, I am going to pass here. I agree, though. I, uh, you know, I would lean Bengals and lean over, but just uh, too much insurity with the uh, more so with the 49ers injuries there because Debo, as you said, coming off the groin. And even if he does 
play. I still don't expect him to uh, be a hundred percent or get as many snaps as normal. And then uh, I know that Fred Warner as well was out last week for the Niners. So definitely need to check on his injury status as well. So uh, yeah, I agree with your leans, but uh, at the moment going to stay away. All right. The final four o'clock game is the Buffalo bills at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers bucks laying three and you're over under at 52 and a half. I just think this is a, a hammer spot for Tampa Bay here. Buffalo coming off that demoralizing loss on Monday night. So they're going to be traveling on a short week, uh, a, a coming off a very, very physical game. I mean, the Patriots threw it three times. So I don't really know how much, I don't really know how much more of a physical game you can come off of. They come off of, they literally were getting pounded on the entire game. Uh, and so I just, yeah. I, I love Tampa Bay here. I think this is easy money. Lay with Tampa Bay. Yeah, you said it. I agree with all of your points. And um, I, I'll just add on. I just I find it interesting the contrast in the two games that they are about to play. Going from the one that you just described to going down to Tampa Bay, where it's going to be you know nice and sunny. And uh, Tom Brady's probably going to throw it like 45 times. <laughs> so that's just an interesting extra nugget. But yeah, I'm down to lay the three. I love it just as much for all of the same reasons. And let's go ahead and lock that in. Oh, yeah, lock it in. Get that money. All right, that takes us to Sunday night where we have the Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. Packers laying 11 and a half and you're over under at 44. Yeah, I know it's a lot of points, but I'm going to go ahead and lay them with the Packers here. Um, they're coming off of a bye. Word on the street is they may get a Bakhtiari, Zaire, or uh, Zaire Alexander. Jair. And, I'm sorry, I apologize. Jair Alexander and Zadarius Smith uh, back in the lineup. So if you want to wait and see on their status, go ahead. But frankly, I don't even think they need them back. That's just like an extra boost for me. I think the Packers are significantly better than the Bears. It's at home. They're coming off of a bye. Bears can't score. Packers have been playing great defense lately. I, I just see this as a as a beatdown for the Packers here. So I'm going to go ahead and lay it. Agreed. Bears are trash. Smash spot for the Packers. Lay it with the pack. Lock it in. Get that money. All right. Well, that just leaves us with our Monday night matchup, which is the Los Angeles Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals laying two and a rope under at 51 and a half. Like the cards here. I mean, I know this is uh, the second of two meetings this year, and the cards, you know, got the first one in LA. And historically speaking, you know, it is hard for two good teams in the division uh, for one to sweep the other. But right now, the Cardinals are definitely on the better side, injury on injury wise between the two teams. You have a fresh Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins back. They look great against the Bears. Conversely, the Rams, uh, you don't know how good uh, Stafford's feeling with the ailments he's been reported to, to been reportedly been dealing with. And then uh, he also did leave the game briefly last week due to injury as well. So um, Cardinals at home, better, better. I think for one, I think they're the better team, but they're also definitely the fresher team. I like laying two at home with Arizona. I think it's a good spot for him. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, as I look at the game for me, the – the, the biggest argument, if you want to even call it that, that I would accept for the Rams side of this is that, you know, two good teams, division rivals, probably going to split on the year. 
and the Cardinals already won the first game, so thus the Rams would have to win the second game. But um, just just the way I said it last week, for me the Rams still need to prove it. Uh, I know they covered a 13 or whatever for us last week, and that was awesome. And I got to cash my ticket, which is even more awesome. But uh, frankly, a game against the Jaguars doesn't prove anything. So they still got to prove it to me. Uh, I'm in on the Cardinals as well. And I agree, I was really impressed with the return of Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins last week. And uh, let's go ahead and lay the two and finish it off with a Monday light with a Monday night lock. Oh, yeah, lock it in. Get that money. All right, well, that wraps up the Week 14 matchups. So, as always, boof, I'll send it over to you to recap this week's locks. All right, a uh, lot of stuff to like this week. We had 12 locks. They are the Ravens and Browns under 42.5 points, Browns minus 2, Chiefs minus 8.5, Titans and Jaguars under 44, Falcons plus 3, WFT plus 4, WFT and Cowboys to go under 48, Seahawks and Broncos in a six-point teaser. Broncos minus seven and a half. Bucks minus three. Packers minus 11 and a half. And the Cardinals minus two. And uh, Nate, how about uh, some parlays for the people here? Absolutely, baby. It's my second favorite time of the week. As you all know, my favorite time of the week is when you offer me a pizza box. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. I'll pizza box at everything. (laughs) We agreed on too much stuff this week. <laughs> I know, man. I know. Hopefully that, hopefully that works out well. For this me. week I'm making some money, and then next week I'm going to make even more money when you go broke on all these pizza boxes you're going to lose next week. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see. I, I doubt I doubt that very much. But uh, I do like a lot of agreement because that generally means good things for the people. So I would agree. With that, speaking of the people, it's time for Parlays for the People, as you said. have it is back this week the retirement parlay we have one i think it's a pretty good one it's a 14 legger it's plus one million six thousand four hundred and nineteen which means a ten dollar bet will win you over a hundred g's and a hundred dollar bet will win you over a million dollars we like that. Uh, may, I, may I interject here, Nate? I, I just I feel this is so, so share worthy with the people here. Okay. So Nate's going over this parlay that he's about to share with you guys uh, during the pre-show, and he says to me, he's like, "Oh, boof! I, I got to make this smaller. I made it too big." He's like, "We're going to win over a million dollars, and like on Fanduel, the maximum you're allowed to win is a million dollars." That is correct. Yep. And so the problem is that we're just going to win so much freaking money on this parlay here that we have to bet less uh, to be able to actually place the bet. <laughs> we like that. We like those types of problems. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're welcome to share a problem like that with me anytime. <laughs> Indeed, buddy. So, uh, yeah, let's do it. We're going to, like as we said, 14 legs uh, plus over a million. And, uh, man, that just sounds so good off the tongue, doesn't it? Um, Sure does. (laughs) Damn right, baby. Uh, First one, we're going to go Saints and Bengals money lines. 
And then we're going to go Steelers plus four and a half. Football team plus eight and a half. Seahawks minus seven and a half. Broncos minus eight. Chargers minus ten and a half. Tampa Bay minus three. Green Bay minus ten and a half. Cardinals minus two and a half. And then we're going to go Titans, Jags under 44 and a half. And we have a couple combos as we're talking. We're on Fandle, as we said, for this parlay. We're going to go Cleveland money line and under 49 and a half for the game. Atlanta money line and under 51 and a half. And KC minus 11 and a half and over 41 and a half. And again, that is 14 legs. Plus one million six thousand four hundred nineteen. Ooh, this sounds feels good. And uh, so we're gonna speed this up. We have one more big bigish one before we get to the get out of jail free. We're gonna manipulate the parlay that uh, we just said and bring it down here to. Uh, it's still gonna be fourteen legs. It's gonna be plus twenty five thousand fifty. So $100 bet, we need just over twenty-five grand, And we're going to go keep the Saints money line in there and uh, swap the Bengals out for the game total of over 44 and a half. I'm sorry, 41 and a half there. Uh, and then Steelers, we're going to bump them up to plus eight and a half, swap the Washington football team um, spread out for the game total of under 55 and a half. Seahawks, we're gonna go minus six and a half. Broncos, minus six and a half. Chargers, we're just gonna swap in their money line. Gonna keep Tampa Bay minus three. Green Bay, gonna go down to minus six and a half. Keep Cardinals minus two and a half. And then we're gonna go under 52 and a half for the Titans Jags. And under 49 and a half for the Cleveland Ravens game. Atlanta, we're just gonna go plus eight and a half and Kansas City minus six and a half. So that'll be 14 legs plus 25,050. And last but not least, the get out gel free, which would have hit last week if it wasn't for the damn Vikings losing to the winless Lions. Would have hit that for over plus 800. This week, let's, let's actually hit it this week. We're still gonna be eight legs. Still going to be over plus 800, ironically, plus 831. And we're going to go Seahawks, Broncos, Chargers, Tampa Bay, KC Moneylines, Atlanta plus 8.5, under 49.5 for the Ravens, Ravens and Browns, and the Green Bay double result for eight legs plus 831 for your get it out jail free parlay. All right, Nate, thank you as always for sharing with us. Make sure you guys are following us on Big Booth Bets. Uh, we will get our props to you out uh, maybe tomorrow if we like anything. Or maybe on Thursday if we like anything. And uh, definitely over the weekend for the, uh, for the Sunday games. Uh, but as always, most importantly, best of luck to everybody. And let's get that money. Oh, yeah. Get that money. Chips. Don't want a pizza box anymore.